Welcome to Bloody Good Horror. Everybody and welcome to the next episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name's Eric, and I'll be your host for this evening, where we will be reviewing James Wan's *Malignant*. Uh, in other words, what you do when you have fu money? That's <laughs> like Rob Zombie playing with his toys. We're going to talk about that coming up here real quick. First up, joining us tonight, I'm told she's from Richmond, Virginia. Please welcome Caitlin to the show. Any rich, oh. any Richmond updates, Caitlin? Uh, it's going great as usual. We took down the Lee Monument. That was pretty. I was going to say big, big day. Oh, <laughs> oh, there's an there's an actual Richmond update. You're still excited. No, it was, it's uh, it's good stuff. All right, Very congratulations a, to both Richmond and you. Thank you. I have oh. a uh, pennant behind me that says uh, "All Confederates are bastards," and it's from the Monument Avenue. Uh, it's really cool. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, next up on the show from Manhattan, New York City. Give him a warm welcome, folks. He is the business manager at Bloody Good Horror. Please welcome John Schnars to the show. Hi, Eric. John, I sense you're a little stressed tonight. We're all going to give you virtual hugs. We're going to get through this, buddy. It's going to be all right. It's just like, well, it, it, well, I should say, I was going to say it doesn't have anything to do with this movie. The movie didn't help. <laughs> Uh, but, I had a similar reaction to the know. first half of the movie. We're going to talk about that soon. But first, we have two guests joining us tonight. First up from the Zombie Girls Podcasting Network. Please welcome Rachel to the show. Hello. Rachel Hi. with flaming Cheeto orange hair tonight. Halloween hair. It's pretty amazing. Cheeto orange. It That's is. a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm. Maybe it's That's like, not it, but I, I love hair. It's lovely. <laughs> It's lovely. Um, and next up, Flast Up tonight, joining us from Plug It Up, uh, Thor's Hour of Thunder sometimes, and also uh, The Zombie Girls recently in an episode that I listened to. It was very good. Please welcome Elizabeth to the show. Howdy, y'all. We are here tonight to talk about Malignant. Like I said, John, um, famous last words ending last week's episode when I said, I know what Malignant's going to be. It's a James Wan movie. (laughs) 20 minutes into this movie, I was like, I literally could not have been more wrong. I I mean, I believe I was joking that it was a fast, you know, film franchise crossover. And I dare you to prove me wrong. It's closer to that than what I expected. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I agree. (laughs) So let's do it. I literally can't wait. Let us uh, take a quick break here and review James Wan's Malignant. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Stop the front time. Main feature. John, uh, Slack is already a buzz with talk about your hair tonight. 
It's real. Does it look? It's looking different. I'm told it's looking real good. It's got some curl to it. On, yeah. uh, I like that. It's the it's the humidity. I I I bike commute. I don't know if y'all remember that, but I wow. have started bike commuting again. Uh, and you get you get hot. You get the the wind in your hair. I don't know. It's yeah, one of those uh, electric bikes there. Uh, no, no, it's just a regular. I mean, I use the bike share. Familiar with the bike shares? Oh wow, so metropolitan. <laughs> My hair air dries beautifully in New York City. <laughs> um, I am always. learning about this. This is like stuff that I am yeah. learning. Like, I have some tips and tricks in the air. I think so. You know, it's not <laughs> gives it a nice grit, just a little. In hole. New York, it's, yeah. something. Uh, uh, I believe the first thing I texted you after I got off the plane from New York, and then I got right into a train, so I didn't think I should get any air. And I think my first train, my first train, I got off into the open air at Queens, and I texted you. It smells like poop here. Why is that? <laughs> I think you know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's just near the train stations. <laughs> okay. I mean, like pervasive. Like it wasn't. Okay, this well, wasn't one poop, John. That was a joke because there's train stations. There's subway stops everywhere. <laughs> got so it. it's you know. <laughs> You're also very sensitive to smell. That should be noted. Yeah. That's fair. He's sensitive in general. I'm a super. So. I'm a super smeller. Uh, <laughs> John Schnars. <laughs> please bring Something. us please bring us the word of the day <laughs> Eric I'm just gonna be straight up I texted y'all because I didn't have a word like 10 minutes ago and uh, Elizabeth very kindly provided one so thank you uh, today's word it's discordant that's D-I-S-C-O-R-D-A-N-T discordant I happen to think one of the definitions of discordant that is listed here, which was not one that I had necessarily thought of, is somewhat spoilery, so I am going to not give it. Interesting. We will get into spoilers, but I guess we'll wait a couple minutes. Oh, you were... (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, Discordant. Disagreeing or incongruous. Uh, You Mm -hmm. know, I think that that generally could work here. Characterized by quarreling and conflict. I think that's like every movie, right? So, uh, and then uh, it says, of sounds, harsh and jarring because a of a lack of harmony. Oh. Also yes. strong. I would, I would um, describe this movie that way. It, it comes to us from the old French, Descordaire. Old French? I'm sure that's not how the old French pronounce oui. it, but oui, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the present participle of Descordaire. Des Discorded. I don't know. Can, I can't. Can you know. say? Can you say participle again, please? <laughs> it's the present participle, Eric. Pre-show. Oh. If you missed it, if you would like to join Patreon, we were talking Fifty Shades of Grey. So Eric asking John to I'm all fired say up participle tonight. again slower is pretty, uh, <laughs> in keeping. All right, John. I was about to yeah. say something dirty, but I'm not going to. Please um, tell us about malignant. I re- realized like halfway through the discussion last week that I don't think we ever su- summarized yeah, synopsis. the movie. Yeah. yeah, synopsis, y'all. Just like plot, and I it occurred to as me as a QA like, employee. That <laughs> no, needs a raise. Yeah. Um, I Very, totally caught that and was like, huh. I mean, it still yeah. works. But yeah. yeah, I mean, we just you know, well, I can't. Even, what movie were we talking about? It might not have needed a synopsis. So. <laughs> the Green Knight. Yes. Oh no. Plot okay. No, that movie right? totally is easy to get. Yeah. You know, who needs a synopsis? John, tell right. me, tell me about, here it is, John, your official synopsis. Please tell me about Malignant. <laughs> I need some music. To diva. James, so you mentioned, directed by James Wan. P.S., you know how uh, I know you don't listen to the show, John? Because there is music, it just doesn't get played during the live show. 
Oh. Boom. Uh, interesting. It's playing right um, now. <laughs> it's playing. Uh, I'm hearing it in my mind. Uh, so James Wan, um, most recently director of Aquaman. Sure, that, right? that sounds right. Um, Aquaman, The Conjuring 2, Furious 7. Uh, but you can kind of play back. The, the Conjuring, Insidious, going all the way back, Saw, and then a, a little movie called Dead Silence, which I think is relevant I for just Dead Silence is incredibly, it's incredibly relevant to this mm-hmm. movie, I think. So I saw that in the theater, I think before we were doing the show. It was, it was the year, it came out the year we started doing the show. So, you know, maybe I reviewed it for the site. I'd have to go look. Um, in any event, yeah, so James Wan, he's, he's like a horror directing icon at this point right i mean he's like it's what we have as horror fans in 2021 um what is this movie about um (laughs) it's about madison madison is well i should say there is an opening where we see what the hell's the name of the institute i i someone the simian because i was like oh like apes it's spelled differently it is spelled differently it is you're right simian that is 100 percent right um the we open in the simian institute (laughs) and dr weaver i believe is the doctor's name dr florence weaver um she is we don't know what the simian institute is we know that it is like one of the creepiest looking buildings, <laughs> you know, ever. I feel like it's where Frankenstein's monster <laughs> right. was assembled. Well, I feel like it's, also... it's the beginning of every episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is actually, there was Touché. no lightning, or maybe there was lightning. But um, they're, they're, the Simeon Institute, it's a huge building too, by the way. But from what we know. Um, it's a castle. Later, yeah, later in the film. It's like a dark castle. The Simeon Institute has three people working at it. <laughs> that's like been revealed later. That's all, that's all you need. Um, we see her. She's like recording. She's like video recording herself talking about a specific case. This guy, Gabriel. Um, she's going to deal with the Gabriel problem. Then Gabriel like kills a bunch of people. And she's like, there's this like moment where she says, that's it. It's time to cut out the cancer or something like that. And then we sort of smash cut to the present. That was, I think it's like 30 years ago. It was like in the eight or it was in the nineties, maybe. Um, now we're on Madison. Madison is in an abusive relationship. That's like the only thing we know about her for a long chunk of this film. Um, and she's pregnant. I, she, no. I would argue it's kind yeah. of the only thing you know about her for the, maybe the whole movie. I mean, there's yeah, no like break to tell us more about her. Yeah. She was um, pregnant, there, you know, but, but basically, she has this sort of like conflict with uh, her husband. Her husband that that evening is killed very gruesomely. Madison is attacked. She survives. She wakes up in the hospital. She's lost her baby. And um, from that point forward, she is basically experiencing through sort of dream-like trances a bunch of other murders that are being perpetrated by this sort of wraith-like, I mean, it's almost like a slender man-like apparition thing that at least that she's perceiving. Um, we come to get a little bit more backstory on her. She has a sister who she, so she's at Madison is adopted, which the sister didn't know, but because the sister was not born when Madison was taken in by her parents, but basically Madison had come to the family when she was like eight. Um, you know, we're not even quite at spoilers when we reveal that, like, she had a relationship with Dr. Weaver, who Dr. Weaver is killed. So the the, the movie becomes sort of Madison 
trying to understand what's going on and why she's having these visions. The police trying to solve these crimes. The the lead police officer's name is Kakoa. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, that, that was like I thought they they were. It was his last name for a little while. Then it turned out his he was Officer Shaw. Mm-hmm. It was very confusing I think to it's me. Cacao. Racist. <laughs> I mean, I don't. <laughs> Delicious chocolate. It feels like it. But um, I've never met anyone named Cacao. Is that a name that other people have? Like, I'm sure. There's a, uh, all right. There's a lot um, of names out Rodney there. Inspector. There's so many other things that we can pick apart. <laughs> Yeah, All right. So I won't worry about the name and me being confused about it, but, um, he, uh, so he's kind of trying to solve the crimes. Madison is like reliving. Uh, so that, I mean, we should stop there because it gets into spoiler territory, I think. Well, and it point. starts like being like, she's kind of seeing the crimes or she might have been there for some of the crime. Like there's, she, people are become suspicious about her and that's kind of where well, the, the plot police, starts turning. Yeah, the police suspect that she's involved yeah because she like knows a lot and of she things. has no idea what's going on so she can't even tell them if she was involved or not oh, but it's presented it's never pre- i don't know like at least when i was watching it like there was never a point where i was like maybe she did do it like there's so i don't know it, it's it's very clear to the viewer but it's not it's not clear to people living in the universe there's a lot of things that are probably unclear to people living in the universe mm. caitlin <laughs> Eric, what did you think? I really didn't like this one <laughs> at all. Um, to set the scene for you, my friend Colleen came over and we were like, oh my God, let's watch Malignant. <laughs> and we ordered a ton of Chinese food and we were super hype and we just kept waiting for it to be good and it never got good for me. I I understand that people are kind of comparing it to a giallo film because of the, it's like a crime drama and it's campy and it's a little bit, you know, over the top. But I just, I, I love camp. I really do. And this, this wasn't it for me. Um, <clears throat> for me, the, the script and the dialogue just could not, I couldn't get past it. It's so, so, so bad. The, the dialogue between the sisters is just terrible. The dialogue that they gave the cops, also terrible. At one point, we figure out who Madison's mom is, and Kakoa goes, oh, my God, it's Madison's mom. <laughs> and I was like, we fucking know. There's, like, a lot we of know. Good, there's a lot of good real on-the-nose lines like that. It's just so bad. I, I just couldn't get into it. And... And there were other things like I couldn't get past the bad wig that they had the main actress in. I couldn't get was past it a wig? I thought they maybe just dyed her hair. Is, it was a real know. bad no, no, wig. No, no, no. You all got to tell I'm me. I'm going to defer to the ladies on the show. Right. It had like his weird little baby skeleton hands. Like I, I hated that. I oh. hated. Um, they had like, I feel like they were like, you know what? We should put some black women in this script. And then they put in like a black detective with the most um, hackneyed dialogue I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, mm-hmm. also in the holding tank. Yep. Let's just have this woman that walked off a soul train. Yeah. And I'm like, like she was straight out of the seventies. <laughs> I got to tell you that room and played like all the soul train, like Look, every Wanda Sykes. You- Stand up. Yeah, I love Soul Train, love Wanda Sykes, but as ter- in terms of representation, I was like, what not is great. I gotta say, though, Madison was a bit of a jive turkey. So <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, though, Caitlin, yeah. baby T Rex arms when it started to win me back. You guys are, are we spoiling because, yeah, like, yeah, hold on. Well, no, you see them in the very beginning, I see right? Them in the beginning. But I mean, but, I have thoughts about that too. Like, okay, well, let's well, hold on. go I'm ahead, not done yet. finish up, and then yeah. we'll, t- we'll move on. <laughs> 
I'm going to call you out because I remember in the Annabelle creation episode, I remember listening because I really like the Annabelle movies. And you were talking about how in the beginning of the Annabelle creation movie, they have this like really quick cut car crash that kills a kid. And that's like, we're supposed to be immediately like, Oh God. Like, and that's how we're emotionally endeared to the family. And we get sort of the same thing here. Like all we know about Madison is that her husband's a piece of shit beats her and she loses her baby. And it's not the first straight up. The scene in the beginning is one step away from the husband being like, I'm abusing you. Like, (laughs) did we have to see him like cold, Fucking slam punch. her head into the wall. Her, no, no, and her, her belly. Stomach. Yeah, like, that was. I was like, I thought it was just the head thing. No, no, I don't he mind her head. No, he hits her stomach. Stomach gets punched, but no, it's it's. And just, I watched this fine film twice, John. Don't forget. <laughs> it's just really cringe for me. I. I like I said, I like camp. I was excited for the people that were excited about it, but I just. No, I hated it. <laughs> uh, the only cool thing for me was the movement design of the monster character, which we can get into more in spoilers. That was cool. Uh, there are a couple cool fight scenes that were like very Matrix. Um, and I have a lot of issues about the way the monster communicates. I just, I hated this. If hated what it. you want from your horror movies is Matrix-like fight scenes, <laughs> you are going to be fucking. Hi, I'm the member. I'm actually the founding member of that <laughs> yeah, club, John. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, let's balance it out with an opinion <laughs> from Elizabeth. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, I'm easily swayed. First of all, so when I hear people I love with strong opinions about things, Listen, it, just give um, us, it's give hard us for me real... to like be like, "No, you felt like this when you were watching it." So I think <laughs> that's what we do notes. here, Elizabeth. It's about so what you felt myself. like when yeah. you watched it. Um, I have a lot of questions. My overall takeaway from this is, like, the headline reads, "Like, not since the boy have I been so what the fuck," and so into it mm. in a way that I have to think about for a minute, whether I'm going to admit to others. <laughs> that's actually a but really good, I mean. that's a the really good having comparison. a moment, I think, right? Like aren't yeah. like, it's John, like getting John, a lot. Yeah. Like, I've written lots about why, why I feel like I like it. What is problematic to me about me liking it? And also too, like I'm excited about sort of the potential it brings into the horror genre today. It reminds me like, okay, so like, as somebody who grew up incredibly sort of like sheltered, I guess, and like would just run into movies like Sleepaway Camp at Blockbuster when I was like just sitting cross-legged by myself in front of a TV at age like 10, 11, 12, like there were no uh, think pieces for me to be like, what's going on? Somebody explain this to me. <laughs> like you just are left alone in the dark as a child right. to figure it out. I had that feeling with this movie and that's a fucking feat. Like that is rare right. for me to find in movies today for that alone. I am so here for it. I think that the I comparison, have a lot of other thoughts as well. you know, the comparison to 80 movies, 80s movies is like, it is whether you like it or hate it. It is delightfully unhinged in a way that you rarely see these days. Like it's obviously a movie made by somebody who could just was allowed to do whatever the hell they wanted to. Mm. which is, you know, can be endearing. Rachel, what do you think? So I think because this movie is shaping up to be pretty divisive, both on and off the podcast, um, there is a temptation to say it's either bad or it's the best. And my feeling was that it's bold, (laughs) actually. Uh, I think that there's some atrocious writing here. Your point to that. You're cheating. (laughs) Wait, wait. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
I mean, like, I think that it's undeniable that there's bad writing. Some of the plotting is bad, but I also think it has a lot of really stellar visuals. Um, and I think that the final, I mean, the final act is what's make or break. And I won't say what it is. I will not be a spoiler this time, but I just think that it manages to be insane in a sustained way yeah. that can retroactively give you a little bit of like act one and two amnesia. So when I went and watched it a second time today, because I kind of wanted to see like, um, you know, was I so swayed by the reveal that I wouldn't have a good time the second time? And truthfully, the first two acts when I was watching it, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. This is, this is pretty bad. This is pretty rough around the edges. I had forgotten that there are like literally no scares in this movie, no effective ones. Um, I think that was part of what threw me off in the beginning is because it was one, I was like waiting for the scares. Right. I mean, he has proven to be someone who knows how to craft a scare, right? And so when all of the stuff is really ham-fisty, you're kind of like, ooh, he is off his game. And then the scene happens. With, <laughs> I'll just see the reveal. <laughs> and I found myself sitting there a second time with the same stupid smile on my face and coming away with it with the same kind of like, I, I don't regret watching that. That was a that was time well spent. Yeah. And I, I do think that Matrix-style fighting is the new rain fighting. It is the rain finding of 2020. Yeah. I love it. If true. there was it's, rain, this would have been Eric's oof, number one. It's straight like up if, a Goosebumps <laughs> book by R.L. Stein for grown-ass adults. Like, and that's why. That's a good point, John. If somebody had set off the sprinkler in that cop station, I would flood it over here. John, why don't you, uh, what do you think of this movie? I mean, I'm actually probably in the Rachel camp if I had, like, Here's Bella the thing. Peter, yes. Well, traitor. No, I mean, no, here's, if I if I have to pick a side, in all honesty, I have to pick a side. I didn't love it. I just was like, and here here's a question: Is this a horror movie? I don't. Yes. I mean, like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, there's no scares. Like, tell me why. Little, tell me why it's not. There's a borderline movie. no tension. No, now, look, but it's gory the, as hell, dude. It's gory as hell. It's super violent. Like the kills are very. Like, there's a monster that could be a mask. I'll see you on the line. I know, but like, like if you had a representative the, here from the subgenre of drama or thriller, they'd be like, they'd take down notes and they'd be like, no, sir, this is not ours. They so, disown it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think so. I went not in, the daddy. But like I went in with no information, like literally no information. I had seen the poster. So I was like, no idea what to expect. Only afterwards, I saw people on Slack talking about this as a giallo film or like as as a sort of like celebration of gialli. Uh, I that adds some interesting context. I don't love a lot of those movies for a lot of the I same mean, reasons. I don't like this movie. There's a reason why people talk about like six of those movies, John. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing is, like, I wouldn't call them horror movies either for the most part. Like, they're they're wow. like crime Hot thrillers. Kids. And well, like, the that's, o- yeah, the OG ones. This are. well, this is like a lot of this movie is like police trying to solve what's going on. Now you're getting to your point, you're seeing the kills, which again is how Giallo films tend to work. Like you do, you get those kill scenes usually as well. Um, they're like pretty explicit and gory. I don't know. Like I, the first two acts, look, the acting is like bad. next level, bad, bad. Kakoa, like <laughs> not professional. I'm sorry. Like, no. I don't know what, and I, maybe it was the writing. Uh-huh, no, you're, like, you're the right. script is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, Like all of them, Madison, like I didn't know what to make of most of everything that was happening. Now, 
when you get to the scene, to, to me, the scene is the police station scene. I think that's what we're talking about. I don't know if that's like the reveal necessarily. It's, a, it's after the reveal. It's kind of all happening and then it leads into that. I, I mean, couldn't remember. It's the one between the prison. It's the jail cell scene for me. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. Sorry, that's what I mean. The jail cell. Like when she's in that jail cell. <laughs> that's pretty sick. I couldn't remember. Is that when? Well, okay. In any event. That, I mean, look, the movie turns and it does become something like totally different. I have so many questions about the creature design and like <laughs> oh what universe this is all supposed to be Dude. happening in. Like it's all spoilery, so we can put it to the side. I don't but, like legit, <laughs> legit. I don't think I've ever swung so hard from this is so stupid to like, okay, all right. I'm gonna so, see, like, once I, I could see it. When I was watching it after you fell asleep, I was like, oh, he's going to hate it. Wait <laughs> a minute. Well, oh, that, no. So, no, yeah, maybe. go ahead, John, finish it. So one, all right, so I mentioned, like, this is, like, definitely, I'm not on social media, but, like, people that I work with are, like, hey, man, you seen Malignant yet? You know, and I'm, like, <laughs> the yeah, I, like, have Do a they heart whisper it like that? Uh, it was over Slack, but I imagine them. <laughs> they weren't, That's like, amazing. broadcasting it public. Like, we have a movies and TV channel on Slack. No one's posting about Malignant in that because they don't want to, like, be seen to be talking about Malignant. But I bet you in spoiler zone they are. Well, in any event, like, so it, I, I like knew that this was hitting like the mainstream kind of ether a little bit. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, so in that conversation though, with the, with his friend at work, he was like, I think it's supposed to be funny. And I was like, if it is like, I didn't, I laugh. don't know about like, funny, but the, but I'm seeing a lot of people who are going hard and the like, this is intentional, like hard camp B movie. Territory. Well, this is where dead silence could come in as a right. talking point because that movie also has that, what feels like a comedic edge. It is not funny though. Like I rewatched it recently. It's not supposed to be funny. It's not it's really campy. like winking. It's yeah. campy too in the same kind of way, but like not nearly as disturbing as the pregnant woman beaten repeatedly. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like I, I, by the end, for the record, be, not funny. Well, and how crazy, Hot take, the, Eric. The, Easy. The, like how crazy the violence and like the action sequences get in this movie. I like realize, like, okay, he's definitely like, this is somewhat tongue in cheek. You still have to sit through the first two acts of like really. Brutal yeah. Yeah. Nonsense. Which like, if it's tongue in cheek, it's not fun to watch. Like, it's I'm like pretty, what yeah. are you doing? I'm pretty on board with you, John. I think, um, before I get into the movie, I'd like to just point out that I, I had to break this up into two sittings. And during my second sitting just earlier this evening, I decided to sit down and eat dinner right as the surgery scene started, which was <laughs> super fun. Um, thank God I don't eat red meat. Cause that would have been worse. So, before I even talk about the movie, I think like there's just a lot to be said about, like you're saying, John, James Wan's place, not not only a place in the horror genre, but sort of the, the legacy of a lot of his films. What I think is fascinating about the, I mean, dead, you have to talk about dead silence because, and this is a, it's been a couple of weeks recently where as old people, we've been able to like look back on things with some context for people. That's like kind of interesting. But like Dead Silence was not a thing when it came out. Like James Wan wasn't a thing. It came and went. You didn't really hear much about it. It w- did not well, really make it. Follow up to Saw. So like he at least had like somewhat made it. Right. Because like that. Movie and it was really pre. Big, it, you know, film social media did not exist like it did now. Like there, there was not as potent of a way for people to get behind and champion a movie like that. And also like in a lot of ways, it was before its time. Like in a lot of crazy ways. He created, he went on to like create the waves of genre film 
that then retroactively made Dead Silence a cool movie. Like he he made fans for Dead Silence by then making a bunch of supernatural movies it's and starting like, starting a whole friggin' genre to make basically create the demand for that kind of movie. And then once you get the success, people look back and we're like, oh, what is this Dead Silence? Like, and then like then you got the people come out of the woodwork that were like, bro, I like people are so eager to be like, I oh, dude, I always love that movie. I'm that guy. It's me. <laughs> Again, so, though, it's it's goosebumps for adults. Like he, there was a built-in fan base for this movie that did. I saw it like when it hit, and was just like, I don't think I'm going to tell anybody about this because like r- lots of how reasons. do you sell it I, to somebody? Yeah, right. Well, but, like, and it's the reason it. why it's a perfect comparison to this movie is like you know the difference being there is just a a ceaseless, unending engine of discourse that happens online now, but like it happens in real time in a way that it didn't used to when that movie came out. But I, 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 what impresses me about this movie, regardless of what I think about it is I do not think I can, I can come up with a movie that has created such a stir in like a, a horror movie and online, like fandom, like particularly Twitter, you know, Instagram, social media, and it is split straight down the middle. Like people are either yeah. obsessed with this thing or they want to burn it. And like there is, regardless of the side you comment on, there's always something interesting in a film that can spark that kind of. Really quick, and we can come back to this later. I, my, one thing I would propose is that because this was released on HBO and in theaters at the same time, that drove a lot yeah. of the. Well, it made it like, a lot. It would, yeah. If this was just in theaters, Agreed. like horror people go see it and are definitely talking about it, but like it made it way more accessible. It made it way more accessible. I agree. Um, you know, I also think like the first wave I saw was just people loving it to so extremely to the point where then I saw, I was like over the next few days, you saw people start to crawl out from under rocks and be like, Hey guys, I don't think this is very good. What can we talk about? <laughs> oh, like they were. Shores, though. You ever know when people are like? Shores, is that it I didn't say anything. Until it will be I'm... considered a cult. Yeah, an instant cult classic, which I think is unearned, and happens a lot with movies in which there is a much discord. Well, like, the problem with doing that is you can't. You cannot really call. You, you need the time and context for something exactly. to become a cult classic. Like I do think it's going to be a film that's going to be debated over for a long time, which is just. I bring up to say it's kind of impressive. The splash it's made. I think it's, it's the attention it's brought to horror is probably a good thing. And I think it's shown a lot of young filmmakers. Like it's a brave movie in a weird way because it's bananas. Like it is bananas. And I think whatever for a guy of his stature to make this, it's interesting as far as it, also it, wouldn't, be, com- it wouldn't have the attention if it wasn't no, James Bond though. And it, I, I would argue that it would be, this is a, advice of hot take um but i would argue that if it, were not, if it were not james one it would be probably hated on trial more. yeah probably and hated more. absolutely dissected in a million think pieces as the most problematic allegory for uh gender identity presented in a horror film interesting like, well, that's part could, of why if I don't you're like trying it. to approach it from a way that's not turn your brain off and sit and watch and enjoy like it gets very 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 problematic very quickly interesting well not even with gender identity more for me with mental illness like i i, I mean wait, I mean, gender we, dysphoria we, is not a mental illness uh, but that's not when me. talking about like i mean there's maybe some stuff that people could interpret with gender being that they 
that spoiler we'll get into that but also with mental illness like this is for me this is not like a like split personality like it's no, no, it's no. not a they've it's made not up a their good own. they've well, made up their own thing and i feel like james wan so wants if he were to hear this conversation like a fly on the wall he would be like take it this way like but but what if really i'm saying the patriarchy is the cancer and like you're yeah. never safe like i'll read into it all day and like find a way to spin it that it could work i guess but it's like, super interesting i'm not sure that i would give this go movie anywhere it could get problematic and messy so quick i'm not sure that i would give this movie credit for actually having a message although that doesn't what mean, i'm told no but, but that doesn't mean that like it can't that. come off as having one like obviously yeah. and also, i think the other thing about the auteur thing is that when somebody has as much success as him people are more willing to be like what a brilliant campy b movie this was whereas like if it was just some indie filmmaker I think people would jump quicker to being like, look at this piece of shit. Like, what the hell is this thing? That's what I said. Like, if it's not, if this was not James Wan, they'd be like, mm, whack. But because it's, it's James Diablo Wan, Cody, they're like, hey. I've, there's been a like, lot of like, just sick of fan. I mean, that, I envy you, Schnars, not just for your flaxen hair, but for your divorcing <laughs> from the Twitter, online Twitter sphere. It's the discourse has been exhausting. So I will say that. But as, as far as like m- my personal experience with this movie, I started watching Friday night, just exhausted. And like, kind of, it's kind of grumpy, but I'm watching it and I'm just like, my experience with the first hour of this film was mostly puzzlement and annoyance. I think like I had a fairly similar response to you, John, like partially Rachel along the lines of what we were talking about, because it was just not what I expected. And that's not the filmmaker's Mm -hmm. fault. That's what I brought into it. But, but it is just, it defies classification to me. Like I'm hard pressed to even find another movie to compare the the tone and style to. And I think that is both an interesting thing about it because it is really unique. Like it has an incredibly unique like sound design and score. It has a very like almost horror comic book kind of look to it. Um, so I was pretty ready to write this off, but then I couldn't finish it. And life has just been like in the way. So I, I had four days in between the first two acts and the third act in the intervening time I had just spoiled the shit out of it. Like not on purpose, just happened. Not enough to understand. Cause you have to see this movie to know what the hell people are talking about, but enough to where I was like, I was watching that scene being like, Oh, the camera's going to turn and this is what's going to happen. So like, and that's exactly what I feel a little robbed of what could have been a boy esque all time life excitement, mm-hmm. stupid twist that I'm like bummed that I missed out on because this is me. Like, I'm just like, I'm like, just watch, like hate watching this like in a couple hours ago and I'm watching this scene and the camera turns and I just like real time. I wish there was like a, something recording my face. Like my eyes narrowed, my eyebrow went up a little bit and I was like, <laughs> okay. That's what uh-huh. I thought. Like not because it was good, but because it was so absurd. I was just like, I, Tell me where, let me see where this goes. But you can see where it's going though. Like Colleen and I watched it and she called scene to scene. And it's all exposed in the beginning. Hold on though, hold on. Because I'm not talking about the plot part of it. I'm talking about the absurdity part of it. I'm talking about this amazingly, this amazingly dumbass looking prosthetic that was also incredible and hilarious and disgusting. This is the point where I was like, I at least want to see the rest. This was the first point in the movie where I was like, I want to see the rest of this, I guess is my point. And then it gets to, to the jail cell scene, which is amazing. It gets to, and suddenly the like physicality of the, um, 
killer like starts to finally like kind of make sense like not I really love it. i love i don't understand explanation for why it's so cloverfield it's so jerky well, and everything. Right. can we spoil mm-hmm. are we at spoilers i don't understand why we're a ninja at that point but i do understand the herky-jerky part of it i have lots of questions but i fucking love the like inverted elbows what the backwards no, running just, is cool but what i will just say lay is down the entire spoiler alert so here's what, like, here's, spoiler here's what it is here's what it is here's what it is when she was a kid she had essentially like a weird mass attached to the back of her head that was like a you like had a Belial. Whoa. She had a you guys cannot all scream at the same time. Okay? <laughs> That's not how this works. She had a weird little, yeah, like teeny tiny, creepy twin head kind of thing coming on the back of her head, it had teeth hair. It's a real like thing. South it's Park. Like- it, it like really ha- it can really happen. I mean, it there's can obviously right now twins, but this thing like, was also can... like evil and creepy. And like they, she was a kid. The Gabriel. parents were like, here, I don't know what to do with this. You take her to the center, to the Simeon Institute where the three people were. Well, it was, it was like a mom who had, I guess, but I mean, it was right. A, a, when we get the reveal or a rape situation, unclear when but, we get the reveal. So all the stuff is being revealed at the same time. We see that they had surgery to remove it, but they had to leave like a little itty bitty brain piece that they just like, we literally see them go boink and like shove it back <laughs> in and clap they the sure skull closed. They were, they were conjoined. It for me. <laughs> they were they conjoined sure twins boink. that shared a brain. So they couldn't right. remove the brain. They cut off all the parts except the brain. So, so, she basically like has Gabriel's brain. Now this is a head. this is a tear. Like they swept it under the rug of her skull, and we're like, remember. And it, exactly. No problem. This is a tiered no reveal that I'm just going to give you all at once because you, you need it for this information. By the end of the movie, what we find out is that throughout that th- I, I believe this is what we found out. Bear with me. That she was miscarrying not because of the physical abuse, but because this thing was re- like Dwight Schrute style was mm-hmm. resorbing the fetuses and gaining its strength in her head brain Bingo. so that it could one day come out it also seemed like maybe when the husband slammed her head up against the wall that he kind of like cracked yes. the oh, skull that's totally what happened he actually cracked that, her like, skull okay because he's then the first one that gets killed it's so like awoke the, the reason like when you drill and there's a monster so a her physical person has committed all these murders mm-hmm. in while in control of the baby brain b the brain emerges from the back of her head and can you see out of the back of her head so <laughs> she like so the reason why the killer so the reason why the killer is herky jerky is because it is now she's locomoting backwards when this thing is in charge basically so it's like which Okay. I need you guys to know when people were like, oh, that's so cool. I'm like, that was the plot point, one plot point on American Horror Story Season 4 Freak Show. <laughs> Here's what I have to say. Oh, This okay. is nonsensical, stupid, and hilarious in a way that I can only get behind. And like, <laughs> once we got the full reveal of the movement... I like literally, I was laying down, I sat up and I'm like, okay. Then the, <laughs> then the police station scene happened after the jail cell when it goes full, like broke ass resident evil matrix fighting. He and I was like, boner. He was like, what the fuck yeah. is this? What yeah. is this? So this movie's bad. And I think Gabriel also gets shot. 50 times. Like, this, yeah. I have a lot, no, this movie, so I'll, let me just finish and then I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over to you guys and go go buck, buck wild. This movie is bad and just bad on a lot of levels and it goes a place that I have to applaud because it's so dumb and I'm pretty into it. I will say I like that boy comparison because that was a movie that I wasn't sure about until that reveal and it recontextualizes it. The boy though much better actual movie than this movie is, I would say. I yes, I would agree with that. It's also shorter. 
which <laughs> yes, this thing's almost two hours. Yeah. Can we I ask Hoes? I propose that we each get a question. We each need to go around and be like, <laughs> so many questions to get in. I a might Gabriel give you question. No, I have a lot to. <laughs> well, my first one, and this is what it's like. It has nothing to do with anything else, unless I missed something major. Why <laughs> can he communicate? For, it's a safe space. Why can he communicate? Why can he communicate through radio waves? And then the phone does. I, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> so like I just I think cannot. It's like Stephen King rules. Be, just because. Yeah. Just I because. thought it was because they were electrical, here. shocking him all the time. Oh, okay. There was so like a lot of electrical. Got yeah, it. it's sort of like that was the only thing that made sense. Wait, it's like Pete and Pete's mom. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, because she had the okay. plate in her head. Yeah, I could get true. down with that. All right, all right. No, cool. So who's <laughs> next? Who's next? John, you're next. What's your question? Why is so? <laughs> it's like when when she transforms into Gabriel. Her like bones turn backwards, bleep, bleep. sort of like, yeah. like she like cracks her hands and then her hands work backwards. Cause there's this whole thing when the, the first kill happens, they're like, yeah. the hands were upside down, <laughs> but it's like, how were, was she like, I it just, how did the, the bones physics, not or, Yeah. The physiology of it doesn't make sense. And then Gabriel is, Eric said a ninja, <laughs> but he's like jumping on the ceiling. He, there's also one of the kills I think. Do you mean in, like, I could do that if I started city, walking backwards? It? Uh, he's Spider-Man. So yeah, it did happen in a different city. It happened like in a completely different location. It that mm-hmm. was to me the biggest thing where I was like, because when I'm like, oh well, she couldn't have been involved because like she's seeing this murder that's happening in like a completely different part of the country or whatever. Maybe it was like a different part of town. I have I don't a question. Know, but, Here's my question, John. Yeah, in any Here's time. my question. I when was like seven. When could, you just made me think of this. When traveling to the murders. Did Gabriel just like drive backwards or just like chill walking down the street backwards? I feel like, like we have a point underneath the city. He was, he was, yeah. There were uh, tunnels under the city. He was, he was very good at jumping through small windows <laughs> and like sewer manhole covers. Chud style. Got it. Yeah. My question yeah. is Gabriel. So is he both supernatural and a little baby brain that's <laughs> cognitive enough to like murder people decide to kill i think it was yeah. well, he oh, is the know, devil right? at one point oh. he's like what did they call or what well, Gabriel, did you tell you what I they mean, called me the devil and it's like what this is so rough. why is he the devil with yeah. the name gabriel i'm sure that was no accident that, Do you think earlier she that was like in one of the flashbacks she was like talking about him being the devil or like the devil was telling her to do stuff i don't know do you think uh, one, this is essentially the cat uh, it's the plot of uh the count of monte cristo just with like bonkers <laughs> fucking like do you think that the whole time do you think the whole time gabriel it, sort of is, it is totally. do you think gabriel was just angry that the doctor like poked him in the eyes when he blooped his brain back in the head mm-hmm just, it's like a story of mass it. revenge on all who were involved in the yeah well, Wait, did Eric, Rachel, did you get your question? What was it? I your... mean, I feel like I, I don't have so many questions as I just have a lot of statements. <laughs> so make a, please, please make a statement. The... I mean, I, I kind of feel almost like this movie is a little bit of a thought experiment. Like, what if they're like, we throw out all subtlety, like all subtlety. What would that look like? And he's like starting the maximalist movement, right? Mm, like he started torture porn. Then he started, uh, I don't know, the, the renaissance of haunted houses and squeaky doors or whatever. And now he's like, you know, this is my counterculture to A24, right? The slow moving contemplative movies. Rachel, Instead, we're going to do maximalist. Rachel, every time you were on the show, you say something that blows my goddamn mind. I just yeah, want you to know that. Yeah, that's pretty rad. That's very astute. 
<laughs> well, good. There you go. Okay. <laughs> it's it That's is so an fucking interesting smart. idea. Yeah. I isn't like the Resident Evil movies like a maximalist? Like no, there's an organization and like they follow a formula to a point within genre that is to be is some something of a comfort zone. I would argue. Yeah. I'm gonna but be honest. I'm thinking about putting my top ten right now, and I hate you guys for it. Oh, it's in oh, my top ten. <laughs> this is. I mean, it is where it's. Sorry, really quick, Caitlin, on the maximalist point. Like, it's where like the the joke I was making about it being part of the like fast universe. Like, I've stopped watching those movies, but that is what they are. I mean, effectively, I haven't seen the last three. So, if something's changed, Resident Evil is They're understand. really subtle now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the last one had like a space travel sequence, I think. But um, I don't know. So yeah, I do think part of him, like he like learned some shit and was like, hey, what if we bring some of this fast nonsense over to horror movies? I don't which like I guess it seems like it's working by the fact that people are talking about it. But yeah, I don't know. Well, Eric, you had mentioned that like, you know, it's it's not probably set up to be, you know, to have this message or to have sort of this like prevailing thought about whatever but it's so over the top like at the end when she's like he's like i'll be back you know i will like i always live in your mind and she's like i'll be ready for you next time and then like locks the gate like locks him in a literal prison cell i'm like (laughs) this is like so and then she goes it's so obvious and then her eyes open yes yeah, yeah. Kaylin, like I've never mental illness that she's locking away. Like that's not that's a weird way to think about. Kaylin, I've never. I don't know. Kaylin, I've never seen you this distressed on the show yet. I Are you okay? It. <laughs> can someone can someone mark down in the historical in the, in the historical the section of the slow of the show notes? First time Kaylin looked like she was going to quit the show. When, when when she says like when Gabriel was doing all those things, that was actually me doing them. So I can lift this fucking heavy bed. It's like, amazing. what the it's fuck? Right. Right. Horrendously amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> I just, that's like, I'm, I have ah, Caitlin, you're winning me over here. I just, they, they, they incept each other and the like the background, even like matrix style slash inception style, like, like, you know, it's very funny. Man, it's a it's a whole thing. This movie, I don't know how else to describe it. I was swinging. I was swinging towards like maybe it's not that bad. Now <laughs> I'm kind of swinging back. I think I I, I might need to watch it again. Which I if it wasn't on HBO, I, there's no way I would do. But like the fact that I can just like tee it up. You know? It's so interesting because I, I see a lot of people so negative on these movies coming out day and date. But you're right, John. Like that, there was so much more discourse about this movie because it came out streaming the same day. I don't know if it's like working for HBO or for James Wan or the producer. Like, you know, I don't know if people are like making more money on these movies. So I don't know. The the other uh, media story on this was that Disney announced they're not doing this anymore because of Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. It did so well. They're like, oh, no, we're going back. We're not doing any of the like Black Widow It did so well where? Everywhere. I mean, it made like, you know, $90 million on what is considered the worst weekend of the year for films. So yeah. in the theater. Interesting. Well, Halloween uh, kills coming up day and day on the, yeah, the peacock. On peacock. What? In the, like, I'm going to have to get peacock for a month. <sighs> I think it's free. I'm about to a that certain child life. life. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> think it will be, I think it's only available with the premium. I, I, I like read a little bit about you it. You have a good friend who works for NBC, John. Oh, do you know who that good friend is, John? 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Just try. I actually know a couple of people that work for NBC now that I think. <laughs> Not to brag. <laughs> I live in New York. I mean, I it's a big company. Like people work there. It's you know. Um, man, I had a lot of random silly things, and most of them are gone from my brain now. But I think we covered a lot of it. Any other uh, uh, notes, Elizabeth? You had a thing about the soundtrack that you thought was interesting. Oh like, yeah, we, um, we talked about a pre-show, so, not during the show. Right. I pride myself on being able to identify um, motifs in scores specifically where they are borrowing or paying homage to something that's like super well-known a lot. Like my favorite moment akin to this of the past probably 10 years is Promising Young Woman, Toxic, Britney Spears. Um, I love that. And they did that here with Where's My Mind by the Pixies. I did not realize that on initial watch, which I was just like, I usually catch that kind of stuff. So I was kind of like bummed that I didn't saw it on Twitter. Um, it's uh, I'm actually going to credit at Jinx 1981 of Bloody Disgusting, who brought to my attention that that is what that was from. Um, I can't believe I met it's a second rewatch. You guys, it's like almost the whole song, like. Did y'all notice that? I caught that one. I was trying okay. to see if there were any other ones that I did miss because that's the only one I recognized. I was like, uh, are we having a Pixies moment? Nice. This is a little on the nose, but it then very on the nose. Where's my it's mind? In keeping. Uh-huh. But yeah. <laughs> Goes to my like, theory. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I it was I thought that was awesome. Um I would listen to the score. I kinda wanna order the vinyl. I'm into yeah, it. Just it's, for that one. The um, score kind is of all of it. The like, score is the, insane. Like it's what? It's, it's so, so loud and like, and like yeah. moments where it doesn't need to be. It's like, Wah! it's like, I kind of, now that is a Giallo thing. Like Argento mm-hmm. used to just crank Goblin when nothing was happening. Like that was half <laughs> of the sequences in those movies. So I will give it that. It did um, have a cool score. Cool score. Cool, cool score. Amazing weather, uh, weapon. The murder weapon was really cool. I mean, that it was, made, that yellow, was like, right? but it's more yeah. like I picked this up at the crime scene and now it's my favorite murder weapon. And Shout like out. I hand forged. I, I will just say the like, killer what? a lot. I've, I've seen, I saw people point this out. I know nothing about the pixies, but what I do know about is Radu, the vampire from full moons, um, uh, a uh, uh, blood subspecies series from the early nineties, direct video horror. He looks exactly the same. Like you could put him back to back basically. Um, Interesting. It's hurtful because it's true. I'm just saying. (laughs) I own all of them on VHS. Nice. Uh, I just felt like I had to get some kind of cred back. I didn't know. I don't know anything about the Pixies. So. I'll, we'll talk. And definitely Um, Charles Band is the road to credibility <laughs> right <laughs> eh, we don't want to go too far down that road i don't think um no, the murder weapon definitely gave me feels a little from black christmas the original with the unicorn mm. which has always been one of my favorite it's just there. there's a really funny scene where it like runs to grab it from evidence it's like yoink and then just like <laughs> step scooby dooby doo um i think <laughs> i think we might all go crazy if we keep talking about this movie should we wrap it up here done how do you feel, John? Can, we, can I get a check-in from you, buddy? I'm pretty good. Better. Better. You, you all won. Yeah. You good. won me over, guys. Good, good yeah. work. Nice. Crew. That's exciting. All <laughs> right. Would you recommend this movie, John? Oh, man. Probably not. No. I'm going to say no. Caitlin. No. Elizabeth. My answer is always, like, to the right person, fuck yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Rachel. 
Yeah, I mean, I think if you're looking for something that is going to scratch that like slumber party itch that you have that you haven't had scratched in a long time, this is the one. It's is it literally how I watched this, Rachel? <laughs> I know. I can't believe you didn't enjoy it. It's so. Perfect Does it count if I say fast forward till about an hour and you see a surgery scene? Stop, and then continue. I don't know. Sure, sure. Why not? <sighs> Why not? Uh, let's um. Take a quick break and uh, argue about my top 10 list on the other side, Caitlin. Dear mom and dad, I've been at sleepaway camp for almost three weeks and I'm getting very scared. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. Sleepaway camp. You won't be coming home, rated R. Hi, this is Daniel Robuck from everything you've ever seen on television, and you're listening to Bloody Good Heart. Radu of the subspecies series. Bloodstone. Caitlin, uh, let's look at my uh, top 10. Yeah, actually, our buddy Tommy on Slack pointed out that uh, we have to edit your list a little bit because we forgot to add the Forever Purge when we did that episode. So you had 10 uh, prior to us. Let's run them down. Or Tommy making that uh, discovery. So do you want me to read through? Do it. One to 10. Let's go. Okay. One is Promising Young Woman, two Candyman, three Green Knight, four Fear Street, five Werewolves Within, six Saint Maud, seven The Stylist, eight Boys from County Hell, nine Psycho Goreman, ten Censor, and then we need to put Forever Purge in there, and then okay, uh, so there's one slot right now left. No, there's all ten are full, and we need to put Forever Purge in there somewhere. Bump Censor. Okay. Bump Saint Maud. Hmm. So where, well, where do you want? Purge should go just below Fear Street. And then what are my bottom five if you do that? Uh, Werewolves Within, um, St. Maud, Stylist, Boys from County Hell, Psycho Gorman. So just swap St. Maud for this movie. Okay. So oh, that boy. means Sensor gets bumped from your top 10. Yes, please. And St. Maud. All I remember, and St. Maud, yeah. I just, I can't remember much from St. Maud, honestly. Hmm. I didn't, it was like an upsetting movie. Interesting. I don't like being upset, John. Yeah. (gasps) I've had enough upset for the last couple of years. I think I want, 
I'm into this whatever this maximalist thing is that Rachel's telling me about. Yeah. Cool. I just read an interview with um, the director of St. Maud, and I was very shocked to learn that she considers that movie pretty straight up like a dark comedy. I was like, um... Which part was funniest comedy. for her when she put the shoe on full of nails? Was that the funniest part? <laughs> Hilarious. You didn't laugh? Or when she self-immolated <laughs> in front of people. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, um, so uh, are, are that we, is an interesting take. All right. Are we good there, Caitlin? Yeah, you're Love good. Uh, you don't have anything in worst, FYI. Oh, we don't. Oh, do, yeah, we, we don't, don't do worse anymore. anymore. We just okay. we've given up on that entirely. The internet. I like the positivity. The internet. There was a yeah, column. The internet frowns upon worse now, Caitlin. You're not allowed to. I mean, you're not allowed I to will not like still things. tell people what the worst movies are each year if they want to know. <laughs> but it's you know. um, upcoming BGH events. I have Forever Purge, but that's not an upcoming event. That's just, mm-hmm. just to remind me. No, that's happening list. right now. <laughs> <laughs> October sixteenth, BGH. 5k that is five kilometers john that's european mm-hmm. i think that's 3.2 miles 3.1 sure that makes sense too if you want to do the extra point one, no yeah one's gonna keep um you can walk it you can run it do it on a scooter i don't give a shit have fun with it mm-hmm. use Runkeeper or something keep track of it post it with us on social media and uh it's just a great uh Great event, John. Gets people out. Personally, there. I'm drawing the line at scooters, but I'm that's not. Fine. I don't care. Okay. Use a hover round if you want. I don't care. <laughs> Just make sure to charge that battery. Uh, uh, October 22nd, patron only Zoom party year two. John, we did this last year. We're doing it again. Costume contest, trivia with the amazing Sir John Shelton. And uh, yeah, it was a blast last year. Quarantine Halloween party. We're going to do it again. Saturday, October 22nd, let's say 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Give those other coasters a little time to get there. There's no Gabriel costume. I am like closing out and deleting the app. <laughs> please, please do Gabriel costume, but just sit backwards the whole night. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, it's not it's unlike just like two arms sticking up over your shoulder. <laughs> I always. Oh, you can puppeteer the little T Rex arm. Oh, man. I'm like crafting in my brain right now. I always talk about ski school. Your mom could make them earrings and have them like reach. Oh, my God. I'm still waiting for somebody to cosplay. In the house. Don't say it too loud. I'm waiting for somebody to cosplay as the guy guy from ski school with the two heads on each side of his head. 80s movie. Hey, Burmache. Info at bloodygoodhorror.com is the email. Uh, No emails this week. Uh, but we are, we do Twitter things. Caitlin, what do we got on the Twitter? We've got a lot of tweets this week. Um, from duck sensual, our friend, Michael, uh, he asks better movie with a very on the nose use of a song malignant with where is my mind or last Christmas with last Christmas. (laughs) I have seen both of those films and I have to say last Christmas is a film based on a song. So they started with the song title they, and then we're like, we got to come up with something here. on the fucking song. When is I, is it the lyrics? That, like, yes. I, I, I've never seen it. I'm sorry. I, I said that like, I'm mad at you. I love you. When I you saw really? the theater <laughs> and halfway through turned and was like, girl, is this movie based on the song's lyrics? And she was like, oh yeah. And I was just like, like a country so like i'm just being told what's happening okay okay interesting um it's not the actual but movie but i'm kind of obsessed with the cover um was that gore verbinski movie that was real bad with the with the like sanitarium or they were all at or something 
Oh, anyway, they they cure used for wellness. Yep, cure yeah, for wellness. They used a cover for Sedated in the trailer for that. That was oh. really, it. Was just a fantastic trailer. I loved this cover. Wasn't even in the movie. It could have used it. Oh it yeah, helped. yeah. That will. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not unheard of these days. I love it. I I will take all the slowed down pop songs. Let's do it. Same. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like instant dopamine. Next up, Alexander, 1986. Uh, not a question, just thoughts. Malignant went from, is this being super serious to super fun 80s hokey horror uh, to kind of dumb. Still not a big fan of one, but that was a lot. That's a pretty accurate description of my yeah. emotions during the yeah. movie. Correct. Don't, I don't disagree with any of that. No. From I like James Wan, though, for the record. I'm fine with James Wan. I like James Wan, yeah. He's done some cool stuff. We got WWE ghosts from him. If Rachel is right and he is staking <laughs> ground at like another turning point in horror, I can't, you know, there's nothing you can take away from him at that point. It's, you know, he's ahead of the curve. If you're wrong, Rachel, he's scum. Never again. Right? It's, no, like French, it's like French extremism for like, like white Americans, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who don't want to think too much about what's That's going right. on in the movies. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. From our buddy Alex Jones, favorite Halloween costume you wore as a kid? Also, costume you always wanted but never got as a kid? Oh, man, that's a great question. I always wanted a real, legit Ninja Turtles costume when I was a kid. And the closest I ever got was a completely not legit bootleg homemade costume where I was literally wearing like the top of a box on my back, colored like a turtle shell. Mm -hmm. It was real sad. Yeah, your mom probably works, you know, she did decently hard on. Yeah. Still sad. I mean, unless you're telling me she didn't and like mailed it in and then, you know, sorry, but Eric, I was like I... smoking out one side and I'm like, you're a turtle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a picture of you as a little clown or something? Sad, oh, yeah. The, the, clown. the term is second, not easy for what that costume second was. Second grade, oh. I was like a sad, this was like a thing in the 80s, like sad sure hobo was. clown. And oh, it involves yeah, yeah, yeah. it involved like going. I was a sad hobo when I was like three. I can <laughs> never in, be president. It involves going to like the thrift store's apparent at the time and buying like seventies leisure wear for your children a that vest. miss that mismatches. And then you do sad clown makeup in a terrible way. But it is the source of the famous Eric picture where you can just see into my sad childhood soul. <laughs> yeah, I think part. all my cousins. I had a Catwoman costume, like a pull on kind. Oh, that, girl, yeah. It went through me and all my cousins, regardless of gender. We all were Catwoman at some point. <laughs> Has to make its rounds, you know, get the money's worth. I was Princess Jasmine, which Bo Burnham has covered ad nauseum, why that's problematic. To Yeah, I just was like, that's did me. You, we did didn't you know. Do, like, Canceled face paint? So I will quote him directly and say, I did not darken my face, but still it feels problematic, like. I personally do not have a problem with it. If you were not darkening the skin, that's that would be. I, uh, there was well, there's a picture of me but when yeah, I was a kid I that I don't remember. Where I don't I don't look older than. Well, let's see. Mark is in the picture, so maybe I'm like seven, six or seven. Full on dressed like I have a Jason mask on and a and a like a meat cleaver and also like a jaunty little um, denim jacket for some reason. <laughs> Probably because I'm from the Northeast and it was cold. Yeah. Uh, just today, actually, I found this. I was showing Heidi. Okay. Nice. My yeah. brother and I, us vampires. 
My brother yeah. used to mix and match uh, slasher stuff for, like, we'd go to Rite Aid and he'd be like, uh, machete and ghost face mask. We and, did that too, just mix uh, and match crap. King yeah. knight armor for no reason. And he's just like, the remix of like there was a mask. There was a mask in our house that got recycled like that that still exists. That my dad just like puts out for how just like puts it on something it. for it. Yeah, he's like get the Halloween stuff. It out. is like, definitely poisonous. Like whatever cheap rubber <laughs> they used in 1986 or whatever. It's just made out of cancer. Basically, yeah. somehow it's asbestos. <laughs> Bringing it back around. Malignant. I think I was I was like a super weird kid because I was just a different Madonna every year. <gasps> I love that. Um, that is fabulous. Yeah. I used to beg my mom to let me eat Dolly Parton. Yes. Oh my <laughs> I did like gosh. various phases of Madonna every year. Yeah, That's I don't know so what my cool. parents were thinking. I'm sure the neighbors were like, ooh, why is there a three-year-old with like pointy titties in her right yard right now? <laughs> no, way too soon, my mom met, let me be like Elvira. Like I was oh, like, it's you. a witch. I want to be a witch. Oh, my, I remember my grandmother who lives in Tupelo, Mississippi, shout out. Uh, she straight up was like, you are not going to be Jessica Rabbit for <laughs> when I was however old that movie came out. Oh my God. Yeah, I was on If you're not Gabriel, I'm going to need you. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with it that. It was a mad case though of like, do I want to be you or am I really attracted to you? Also, <laughs> in, in very twee and cute news, uh, Elizabeth, last year you were April from Ninja Turtles, right? For Halloween? I was, yeah. Oh my God, April. you and Eric are so oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just like perfect for each other. It's <laughs> disgusting and we're the biggest nerds ever. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, from Drake Dangerson one. So this had a fun killing weapon, albeit I've never had a metal trophy. What would y'all's killing weapon be if you were a slasher? Keep up the great work. I like something with range because I don't want to get near you. Like you got to, you know, I just, like a katana. I'm thinking from the perspective of like I'm a slasher, but I'm still me. So like I don't want you to get close enough to hit me. So like it, something like stab you with. <laughs> no, I want something that's very like has a story, like a snow globe. That, but it's like Lisa Frank or so. Like it's very like if I were an object, this is what I would. That be. is and high concept. Like about, the unicorn from um, Black Christmas. Twist. How about a gun? I was gonna say I would. That, no that is no longer horror. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to slash with the gun. It's it's the slashing. A bayonet schnorz has both. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's gun, like a gun, but like an old timey musket. So every time I shoot, I have to do the whole like like I like pack the thing in. And, like, it's like a gun, it's like a gun. It's like a gun lighter. Click it no, on, I want something that cuts like them. a fucking awesome silhouette, like um, like maybe a uh, Katniss style, like. Like archery, cool, but yeah. mm. What about a gun? You're, that when sorry, you, you're back with the gun. What about projectile weapons? Okay. What about a gun that when you shoot it, you, it scares people, but a little thing comes out that just says bang, and then it when they're scared, you stab, you stab them. them. Yeah. 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 That's it's ah, like a The Looney Tunes killer. Oh, it's a oh the shiv comes out of the gun and then you okay right. I like that yeah, yeah. that's I'm, efficient. I'm not very confrontational, so I think maybe just like a very sharply worded insult <laughs> with my weapon of choice. <laughs> the cold shoulder. Yeah. See, this is like when I play, okay when I play video games and there's a stealth option, I always do stealth because what I want to do is hide in the corner of the room and hit you once and kill you before you know I'm there. You are a nerd. <laughs> I'm about that sniper life. I'm with you. I'm with you. Don't give yeah, me the sniper. Sniper, gu- sniper rifles. Yeah, I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. This is like a like a deeply revealing question. That's a good <laughs> one. Oh, yeah, I was trying to think of like a good, just like everyday object. I, I, you guys 
Snars, snars, please be Dracula and Monster Squad, and please let your weapon be uh, dynamite. dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm using a bomb in this slasher. <laughs> Fireworks. Yeah. My hair. Mm-hmm. You're just going to, like, charm them to death. There you go. I like the cold shoulder. That's good. <laughs> uh, from our buddy Mondo, who is Black Metal Jesus on Twitter, he says, What is Lawrence Fishburne's more iconic role? Neo in The Matrix or Max the Orderly in Dream Warriors? I just watched The Matrix. It's so weird that it keeps coming up. He, how about Cowboy Curtis in Pee Wee's, uh, whatever that was? Pee Wee's, how about, I can't remember his name in, uh, what's it called? Um, Hannibal. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, now I'm never going to think of this movie. Poor John. Poor John. He's like, yeah. I used to do a thing that Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now, thank you. I mean, Gosh. it's the Matrix, I think, for answering, honestly. No, I think it's, uh, Predator Planet Lounger. I was just going to say, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh dude casually gosh. chilling in an abandoned spaceship. Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, he was not healthy in that movie. I don't know what was going no. on. Like, it was. He was a good social distancer before it was cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of uh, Instagram, Caitlin. So what else we got? Let's All right. Bang found, through let's pound yeah. these out. Um, Skylar Skizbot. He says, Will y'all join me in wishing the disgusting, hot ass weather back to the bowels of hell where it belongs? Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. It's cool here today, though. Uh, in Northeast, anyway, it's starting to feel like fall, but that's. I don't know. It's like 87 tomorrow, I think. Oh, right. Really? We're just getting like one last gasp Disgusting. in. It's Sucks. deep wildfire season here. So we have, now have like winter, spring, fall, and smoke. Fire! <laughs> 82, 82 here tomorrow, John, but then it's back to 70s. Yeah, yeah. Just a day. You'll be all right, buddy. We've awesome. got two more. Um, Lara, uh, who is ballerina Susie, thoughts on instant coffee? I recently had to use it in a baking recipe and found myself making a cup of instant coffee. I maybe don't hate it. The Starbucks, no, Starbucks, yeah, yes, it's fine. Starbucks because it's actual ground. Like it's actually like micro ground coffee, and it's amazing. Just my only warning on the Starbucks via is like make sure there's like a toilet in range, like when you start <laughs> drinking. It. I don't know that experience. How are you? I mean, you know, this is news you can use. Okay, I'm just saying it's efficient at what it does. No, like anything that's crystals or any bullshit. Those via, if there's nothing else, fine. That's my feeling on it. Otherwise, no. Yeah, I am interested in what the recipe was that she was using it in. That that is, I don't know. Maybe I've seen it added into chocolate things. Tiramisu was that a thing that calls for that? And then last is from our friend Whitney, who is Whitney Please on Twitter. What is your go-to face? Describe it in detail, please, as this is an audio medium for pictures. Oh, my God. The amount of time we fight with our children. So my children are at the age where, like, getting them to smile is – you basically have to trick them because they, like – their thing is they don't want to show their teeth. I don't know why. I don't know what, where that what, comes why from. Why have you shamed them? <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, we, there's never been any commentary about their teeth. They have very nice teeth. There's no reason for But like for they got in their heads where they're like, my one my daughter is five. She loves to post her pictures, but it's always like <laughs> It's a, no. it's a symbol <laughs> of weakness in primates, I believe. <laughs> She's workshopping all these looks. So like whatever. I mean, my face, whatever, I don't know. I I'll be goofy. I do whatever. I don't think overthink it, but she thinks about it constantly. It's a, it's a big source of tension. We take a lot of pictures. So it's hard to be a girl. 
It's my, my daughter. Son's, oh, the seven-year-old. It's the same thing. Sorry, it's not a gender thing. It's, it's... well, my daughter who's three. Um, it terrifies me the speed at which she pulls this fake smile out of nowhere <laughs> when I'm like, take a picture for Mimi, and she's just like pissed as shit at some just like go into town on like some toy like it's not working she's like not in a good mood she will turn so quick like <laughs> like like, like first of all why are you not making me money and second that's terrifying that might you might wait elizabeth can huh. you share with them um what she has at the breakfast table with her every morning speaking Ooh, of um posing yeah. uh handheld this mirror Mm. Sometimes, if not this mirror, a uh, picture of herself um, where she's smiling and kind of posing <laughs> it's um, so because it's her favorite picture of herself and it's how she um, celebrates herself her so wow. much. first thing in the morning. Listen, yeah. you know, we should all strive it's good for that. Right. My name is yeah. Heidi. You spell that Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> also, Elizabeth, I'm going to send you, we bought... The the middle child, she's five, but like a year ago, we bought her this camera that's like a perfect digital camera for kids. Please tell me. She's fucking obsessed with it. She takes tons of pictures, but they you can also, it has like a backward view. Oh, so she like God. fucks around and takes pictures yeah, of herself. Yeah, send me too. this. I yeah, want this thing too. She's not. Well, what's nice is it's like not online. You gotta have like a memory card in there, but like otherwise, it's not Listen, like they can like do anything. With two things she said today that were so hilarious. I'm sorry, we're just so derailed. Uh, she it keeps flashing the malignant like header on my fire stick, like whatever the I don't know other words. Uh, the thing when my TV turns TV on thing. that's like watch stuff. It keeps like with the red, and she keeps going. She'll be like straight in the middle of a sentence. I can't wait for the new My Little Ponies on Netflix. Mama, what's that red thing? <laughs> Every time, and I'm like, it's DNA. It's got to be genetic. Like her dad's gonna think that I just like sit her down at my house, and I'm like, dude, I won't just go talk about Stephen King. But like, it just happens. I won't leave Netflix connected to the TV when we're watching kids stuff because it's just, dude, they're right in their brains. Like, cause they just start flashing like kid just crap, the and they're like, I never what's that? that? Just what's the that? Images. What's that? Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. It's like she's like, "What is that? I want to know more. Can we watch that right now?" And I'm like, "All right, no." Kaylin, how are you? Or is that it for Twitter? Yep. Okay, good. let's bang through some Instagram quick here. Blind man from Don't Breathe versus question mark. Pitch me a crossover. Um, Gabriel, my oh, fucking weird. ninja backward Walkman. I don't. Know <laughs> I like that. My answer was going to be good taste. Yeah, but uh, there we go. Did we? Did you all do Don't Breathe too? We never. got I don't around. think we. We, we didn't, didn't watch it right now. Okay. We probably Coming will. soon to Bloody Good Heart. I hopefully. would watch it, I guess. I'm curious. Is it wrong to like Rob Zombie's first Halloween if I pretend it's not a Halloween film? I have questions. My answer to this is that reality, is, sub- reality is subjective. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. But yeah right. What horror series would you like to see a reboot slash sequel for like the new Halloween? <coughs> this is easy. Chud. Well, Rachel over email brought up uh, fucking We already just case. got one. <laughs> yeah, basket and I'm case, like, here yeah. we are. That, that, oh, as soon as you mm-hmm. said that, I was like, fuck that. I mean, really, this is, this. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what this movie is. Yes. I was like, I'm going to get a spooky insidious. No, I'm not. Belial's <laughs> back and he doesn't need a power loader this time. <laughs> oh, we got a good food question here. Pringles or Snacks. Stacks is some bullshit knockoff Pringles, so it's definitely Pringles. Pringles. And specifically like cheddar, I'm going to go. Like uh, like sour, sour cream and, and cheddar. Say sour cream and onion over here. Uh, 
goldfish. Cheddar, is it? <laughs> I like goldfish. a good. I like a good cheese. I'm always and pimento cheese. I'm always going cheese flavored if I can help it. Are you following the controversy about uh, going on over the Dash Camp movie? I literally just saw this online when he posted this. What is that? I'm not, I don't want to speak out of turn here because this is like half a tweet I saw. But I believe someone involved, I believe one of the acting people is like a, the COVID vaccine changes your RNA kind of person. No. Like, so no. there's been is that, like a movie from what I saw, like it is. Dashcam is a movie that's, it's been an indie movie that's been getting some buzz lately. But Okay, my uncles need to put down the camera. <laughs> the internet, uh, <laughs> the, inter movies. the internet turned on it today. I encourage people to, I, you should do your own research on this, John. That's what you should do. Uh, I am looking at, I am looking at, you know, that was a um, reference to what all like. the vaccine people say when you ask them why they're not. Oh, uh, gotcha. 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 <laughs> it was like a double joke thing. I don't, it's yeah. too high concept for this room. Um, <laughs> oh, Hey, I got it. Brent. <laughs> did they, thank you, Caitlin. Did they really try a redemption arc with the blind guy from don't breathe bold move? It seems like it. They Spoiler? said, they said, no, yeah. we didn't. And then I read all the reviews and they were like, yeah, they did. So I don't, who's to say. Yeah, I'm that I feel Caitlin energy whenever I think about that. <laughs> Did you see, <laughs> you Rachel? see that, that dude? Let's That's talk about that movie. Rachel, can you need another movie with him in it? Rachel, can you in detail expound on what Caitlin energy is? I'd like to look into this a little bit. <laughs> um, unbridled feistiness. <laughs> oh, okay. I like it. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. Who knows what? I kind of need to know, but I guess I could just read the Wikipedia. Have you put any thought into a Halloween costume yet? Yes. Mm -mm. Hard no. Uh, I'm going to be quarantine schnars. Oh, Caitlin has seen. Well, Eric. Quarantine schnars. I just don't know what that looks like yet. I found your wig. <laughs> nice. You should bring it with you. What if we all were schnars? <laughs> if it was like Eminem, like inside of a thousand schnars. <laughs> well, the real okay. schnars, guys. I don't know if this is good or bad for me at this point. It's... <laughs> You're a deeply loved friend. Um, uh, is it okay? Oh wait, nope, not that. Favorite Friday the Thirteenth cover art, Elizabeth. That's an Eric. Surely question. you have an answer for this, Elizabeth. I have to. I mean, the original. I'm like kind of partial to Jason Goes to Hell. It's good. Yeah, the fire. Good with the, and know, the, the original, the original VHS, the original VHS had a lenticular cover where the silver mask was like raised and it would like, it, I think it mm. chain or like shiny or something. I can go get it. It's a there. hologram. I feel like it's leaning too hard on the iconography of the mask in the following films, like the original <laughs> where we have a little <laughs> I like they were in debate club now. Elizabeth just held up a prop <laughs> um, for those of you at home. <laughs> I think I prefer, I'm very into the later, the latter. I like all of them, honestly, but I'm probably Thanks, partial. Kim. I'm probably partial that six, seven, eight run. Like Jason lives. I like the ones where they lean into the mask, I guess is my point. Elizabeth, I think that makes that, me no, shallow which one and is the, the knife and the eye of the mask? Four. That's part four. That's a great one. I love that. That would be yeah. a tattoo. Like I would, that's the one exception to my mind. I also love the cover to the Friday the 13th NES game that is tie dye for, for no reason. Now that whatsoever. I do like as well. It's real Actually, good. Actually, my favorite is uh, Elizabeth's tattoo. She has a Jason pinup. It is pretty good. Um, that is, thank you, Titty Bats. Yeah, our yeah, boy Titty yeah. Bats. I was going to say, I've, I've seen that. Um, not, yes, not I too am cool. I knew that the whole time. Me yeah. as well. There you go. <laughs> I wrote the Wikipedia entry. Uh, 
Now that I think about it, I think I had the titty bats like pin. He sent us a bunch of. Now that I think about it, since it came up earlier, that tattoo does have a nice Pete and Pete esque quality to it. It's like Petunia. Petunia. I know. I love it. And she can dance. Um, another question: Is it okay to wear the band's T-shirt when you go see them live? Yes. At this yeah. point, I mean, are we going to have that many more concerts? Like, just do it. Look, you know what? Does it make you happy? I think if you're still, I think if you're still full enough of life to go to a concert, you should do whatever you want, friend. Eric, what did you say? Oh, that this is actually the one that I responded back to that um, reality is subjective. So you should just do what makes you happy. Best. That's your answer to like half of these, isn't it? It's like <laughs> anything, that, but anything that's like, should I feel bad about this, or is this a guilty pleasure? Like, bro, you do you, bro, There's or no lady, or person out I'm there. I'm enjoying like, the Eric Do You Boo Corner tonight. This yeah. is great. Listen, uh, I wasn't always like this, Rachel. This is a I've cultivated this energy over the last year. <laughs> She's been through the back catalog. She's, I do. She's seen your I, yeah, I remember the like I the I just want to have fun era, and I was like, ah, oh, Eric, we have we have reached a Venn diagram. <laughs> I like it. Um, John, for your purposes, there are two more questions left. Okay, Got good. it. Okay. I might fall asleep between. John, this, this is the is second to last question. Okay. Best horror movie score from the past decade. Ooh. I think. We're, we passed the time for It Follows because that's probably I was going to say It said. Follows. It was 2007, oh. I think. I'm going to go with no. The Witch. I'm going to go with The Witch. It was 2014, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was more recent. If you had said 2011 and it was 10 maybe years, like, right. then I would have been like, maybe. 2015? No, what the fuck? Yeah. That movie came out? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's pretty recent. Yeah. You, I'm having when an, did your next come out? I'm that having an existential one. meltdown. Mm-hmm. That was I have a, more recent. It then. Follows feels like it came out a literal hundred years ago. I remember liking. Oh yeah, we will. We're gonna be doing it. Oh my yeah. god! I'm gonna save the witch. Oh, that's good. Bitch. Yeah, or like just for the "You're Dead" song from "What We Do in the Shadows." Maybe that. <laughs> Fun fact about the witch: the Ma- Mark Corvan did that. Um, delightful gentleman. I interviewed him for the site a couple years ago. Okay. He created an instrument to score that movie. Just weird stuff glued together that made weird noises and he made it. I love so it. So it's kind of cool. Good times. That's some very seven Enneagram energy. Yeah. I'm going to make my own. You guys. Um, last question, John, prepare yourself. Is there a movie you want to see Joe Bob do for Halloween this year? That's good. Malignant. <laughs> <laughs> Is That's that, like when Dave's trying to make up a fake girlfriend's name. And I have like, this. Uh, her name is Mike. I have Bob. this funny thing <laughs> with Joe Bob now where like every time we watch The Last Drive-In, Elizabeth's like, do you like the Joe Bob part? Like, do you like that part? And I'm just like. No, no. Here's. Can I. Here's I wish he did less of the it. The quick version of this is you get. You're, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I get it's pumped. Joe Bob and then I'm asleep I'm so in 45 excited. minutes. So excited. So excited. Then the moment the man opens his mouth, he's like, I go get a yeah, snack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get to the movie. And then the second the movie comes on, he's like, God, the movies are always kind of garbage. I'm like, what do you like about <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure anymore. I don't the royal know. Me. I wish I knew. I wish 50 I Shades of Grey. That's the answer. Oh. That, would be, that would be real good. I'm sure, I, I'm sure that wouldn't lead. I'm sure his nuanced take is not going to be. I'm sure that wouldn't lead to any problematic discourse. <laughs> As 
he done teeth? He's done teeth. Or has he? Has he? Chobub. Do that, yeah. He has a very specific... Working on the plug it up edit. It's like, taking me a while. He has a very specific <laughs> energy, though, of like an older person that... like. He gets it to the level that he can get, and he's trying he's to be different, but he can only be so different. Like, that's kind of the energy that he gives off. It's like, he says things, and it's like, oh, I hear you being so well-meaning. and like, you're so close. You're almost there. <laughs> but yeah. Um, any movie. Let's find out after this next one if I still like him. I'll report back. <laughs> I just wish it didn't go so late. Like, I wish it started earlier, that's and the movies were the not problem. as long. One time I stayed up for both because, you know, usually we'll do a two on the the Bloody Good Horror Slack for the last drive-in channel. There's two for Joe Bob. And if it's off season, we'll do two back to back. And I think I stayed up once for all of it. And I'm on Eastern time. It was like 2 a.m. And then I was like, my month is wrecked. It's rough. (laughs) Same, bro. Get out your planner and be like, well, nope. If I stay up till three. The next day and it's like, these mofos are on till like 4 a.m. I'm like. What are you doing? You I, have thought, children. I mean, same I like. I don't know how you do it. No, we have people who stay up all night routinely, like every week, even when it's not Joe Bob season, like they do it together on the BJH Slack. It's crazy. Joe Ferry, I'm talking to you. Um, Joe Jody and Jody. Webster. Yeah. Yes. Not Sounds great. Can't do it. All right, everyone. That is it for Malignant. Um, it's definitely spooky season at this point. I think we're full on. Um, no more questions about is it too early to celebrate, John? It's happening. No, it's too Come on. late. Too late, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you haven't started Go celebrating, back. you are not spooky. Capture that in a gift. That was um, a good one. <laughs> I do not. I, I do not know what we're doing next week. Stay tuned to socials. Caitlin, in particular, on the Twitter real good about tweeting out what we're doing ahead of time so check out at bg horror on twitter or the slack we try to post it in a big show when we know don't forget you can get a live stream of this show patreon.com slash bloody good horror schnarz's hair grows more majestic by the week and you are missing it, it if you're really not does. watching these live streams it looks um and you get to see all these lovely new people who are joining us on the show so that's exciting um patreon.com slash bloody good horror um we missed plugs i'm really sorry don't forget to check out zombie girls g-r-r-l-z in your favorite podcasting thing check out plug it up with both caitlin and elizabeth and thor's hour of thunder all bgh friends and family and And films at first sight with jeff ferry and me yes films at first sight um, if you're looking for, in particular, for a show with somebody who actually knows about movies, Joe, like films at first sight is the thing to do. It's that podcast, and it's not me. It is Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he's very he has humble. a wealth of knowledge. It is stunning, and he's very humble about it too, which I very much like about his energy. Whenever I so. talk about Joe, I'm like, I, I just love Joe. It's oh, just, right, I do the it's same ridiculous. thing. He's got an energy. I like his. Aura. He hates it so much. There's nothing he hates more than love and comfort. And praise. So. <laughs> yeah. he's very delightful. Caitlin, I feel like we're drawn to these people. I'm just like, but you're amazing, <laughs> and we either run them away or they're like, okay, you can be my friend. Yeah. yeah. Every episode is the last one we're going to do for Films of First Sight because he's like, st- please stop. <laughs> I think that's what happened with me with both of you. Aww. I just decided to stay. I'm here. All right. That's it. <laughs> BloodyGoodHorror.com. Check it out. We'll talk to you guys next week. Cheers. Bye. Bye, y'all.